You know, playing in the garden, having the fans behind us like this, it's tough for teams to play here. It's tough. I think you're feeling the appreciation of the fans out there. Oh! You know, playing in the garden, having... What's going on, my guys? What is going on? Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. The gunshots is going off. It's ooze Ooh. all day long. Because you know why? Because the Knicks got it out the mud, man. We got it out the mud today. We got it out the mud today. We got it out the mud. We started off at the bottom. Started off at the bottom. And now we at the top. We are here. Nine. Count them. Nine straight games in a row. Nine straight games in a row. Beating the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors, they were they were good, man. They were going good. They were on a four-game winning streak. They were on a four-game winning streak until they met us in these New York Knicks. All right, we handled them completely. 120 to 103. The gunshots are going off today, man. No one can tell me nothing. Knicks fans stand up. Y'all deserve this. Y'all deserve to be high. Rock your Knicks gear. It's daytime after the show. Strut around your Knicks shorts, your Knicks jerseys, your Knicks tee, your KOT tees. Anything blue and orange you got, you walk outside, you rock that hard, man. Seriously. Seriously. We starting off crazy, man. Starting off crazy with Julius Randle. Julius Randle, I don't even know who this kid is anymore. I don't even know who this kid is anymore. Julius Randle is playing in another world. He had 20 points and six rebounds in the first half alone. The first half alone. Gave you 31 points, 10 rebounds, one assist. Five three. Oh. Julius Randle is balling right now. Who is whose man's is this? This is not the same guy we saw last year. It's not. And to tell you the truth, guys, to tell you the truth, this isn't even the same team that started this season. This is not even the same team since December, man. Julius Randle is on another level. The confidence. That this man is walking into this arena right now is, is just on 600. He walks in like he's the best man in the building on a nightly basis. He's, in, he's, in, he's, he's injecting his confidence into everybody else in his team. And this is not even just Julius Randle. The whole team has a whole different swagger to them, man. Julius Randle led this team today off the bat. Eight points quickly. Bang, bang. Two threes in a row. Oh. Came off not playing any games. Set the tone. 13 points in the first quarter. You know all the Knicks that they trickled in here and there. RJ Barrett, Alpha Payton. But Julius Randle really set the tone. They was trying to play off of him. They was trying to play off with the three. And it didn't matter. He said, oh, you want to play off with the three? Bomb. Shoot a three. Oh, they started to play up on them. What are they going to do next after they play up on them? Drive right by them. 
drive right by him. He did what he wanted to all day long. At one point, they decided, you know what? We want to double lose Julius Randle. You know what happened when that happened? Julius Randle gives the kick out, open threes. Oh! Julius Randle is in his bag, man. He has found his pocket. He has found his niche. He's peaking at the right time, and he's leading this Knicks team to victory, man. Shout out to this team. Shout out to World Wide West. Shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's on another level. It's on a complete other level. And it starts with Tom Thibodeau. It starts with this coaching staff. And it starts with Julius Randle. And you know what? I, 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 before I even get into the rest of this game, I'm going to play something real quick because, listen, Woe's podcast, they dropped some stuff. Woe's did an interview with Randle earlier. And I, I, got, I got to play a clip. I got to play a clip from this. It's important. Because if you, if you, if you had respect for Julius Randle already, and you want it to grow even more, you have to listen to this Woj podcast and listen to this interview, some, some nuggets. But I'm a, I'll play a clip. I'll play a clip from this interview. All right? There to see me. It's me. It's uh, Elford, because this is his other client. It's him. Kenny Payne, mm-hmm. because Kentucky <laughs> was playing in New York during that time, whereas Scalinatella is Leon and it's Wes. <laughs> <laughs> And this is like this is like in November or December. So this is how crazy it is. So we're talking. We're at the restaurant. Like they see I'm down. They're trying to pick me up. They pick see I'm down. Up, they're yeah. trying to talk to me. Like, what is it that you see? What is it that you that you're feeling? What do you see on the court? What's what's going on? So I'm telling them, telling them all the things. Like I'm complaining. They're probably like, man, what's wrong with this dude? Like, you know, I'm telling them everything I don't like. You know what I mean? And, and what's what's really bothering me. And uh you know, Wes really took it to heart. <laughs> and fast forward six, seven, eight months later, they really took it to heart. And they yeah. came. It was kind of like they saved me, honestly, in a sense. The front office. You heard him, man. The front office saved them. He talks about this in, in the podcast, how the front office saved them. He came in, he put in the work, and he got the guys on here that he wanted. He got the coach over here that he wanted who was going to hold him accountable. And it's paying off. Nine game winning streak. Nine game winning streak, man. <laughs> Nine game winning streak. And I'm gonna get to the game. I'm, I'm gonna get to the game, but salute to the chat, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to Jean Jane. Shout out to Tell Alejandro. Shout out to M Drake. Shout out to Fritz Alexander. Shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to everybody rocking for the KOT show, man. Shout out to Ron Cohen. Listen, if you want to talk to me, the Discord link is still in the chat, it's pinned to the top chat. If you want to talk to your boy. But let's get to this game, man. Let's get to this game. Let's get to this game. I'm going to get to the rest of this game real quick. <sighs> Julius Randle, man. More stats for your head top. Where would we be today without Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose comes in 19 points. Seven assists. Two steals. And four rebounds. Derrick Rose... While in the New York Knicks uniform, we are 18 and 7 when Derrick Rose is playing. Oh! 18 and 7. And we needed every bit of Derrick Rose today, let me tell you. Let me tell you because Elf was horrible today, man. Elf was horrible. And, 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 and here's the thing I have to say about this the coach. We all know that Derrick Rose at this point is the best point guard on the team. The coach at this point, you can see. 
He's trying to keep Elf in there and give him his 15 minutes minimum because he was struggling that third quarter. And that's partly why we, we lost that lead was mostly because Elf and his crazy turnovers. But Derrick Rose is really providing a huge spark. And the, the coach sees it. The coach sees it, but he wants to keep the continuity. And I know some of you are mad that Elf wasn't checked out the game a little bit sooner, but I really think two things are happening there. A, he was trying to keep that confidence a little bit high, you know, and not just yank him because he's still a vet and he still has pride. And two, I think he wants to give him a minimum amount of minutes, around 14, 15 minutes a game. And I think that's what it is because Rose today, listen, Rose is playing starter minutes. At this point, there's no Alec Burks. There's no Alec Burks. Alfred Payton is not is playing shaky. So Rose at this moment is playing Stars minutes. He gives you 33 minutes a day. That second quarter, when the Knicks, when Julius Randle had to sit, Derrick Rose, and that second unit is a big reason why we got into the lead. The second unit defense was on point today. Absolutely on point today. The second unit was all absolutely on point. And he started to give us this lead. Shout out to Taz Gibson. He was one of the catalysts. Taz Gibson came in there with one eye. He came in there with one eye. Looking like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's crazy. I'm, I'm rocking the goggles. First thing he does, scores the bucket. Second thing he does, he goes in there, does a crossover, and, and then a spin move, and it scores, it scores a quick five points. Oh! But back to Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose really, really anchored our offense, man. The floater game for Derrick Rose is on point. Everybody's talking about, about Quickly's floater game. Derrick Rose's floater game is on point. He got to the hole at will. He had the team leading four assists at the half and got everybody else activated, man. He got everybody else activated, including Reggie Bullock, man, who, who didn't really score in that first quarter, but ended up hitting three crucial threes in that second quarter and ended up with 16 points to end the game. So shout out to Derrick Rose, man, who really, who's really done well for us. Alec Burks has been out as of late. You know, he has a he's he's out with the COVID protocol and he'll be out for a few minutes. He'll be out for a few games. He might be coming back around that Chicago game. But Derrick Rose has really stepped it up for us. Providing some leadership. Giving you 16 points. On the night. Oh, I mean, 19 points are night, seven assists, two steals, four rebounds. For Derrick Rose and R.J. Barrett, man. R.J. Barrett, the Maple Mamba. I don't know what's going on with R.J. Barrett, but he's been starting off slow lately, only giving you five points in that first half. Second half gives you 20 points. And you know what? I think it, it's, I think it's kind of by design. I feel like he, in the first half for me, it seems like the ball doesn't, he doesn't touch the ball as much. He's been relegated to kind of a spot-up shooter role, R.J. Barrett, for me in the first half. Um, he touches the ball a little bit, but, you know, Randall, he's, he was doing most of the work. But 
RJ Barrett, especially in that third, fourth quarter, he he took it upon himself to attack the mismatches. He really liked that Anya Nobi mismatch, man. Every time he saw that man, he isoed him to death. To death. Um, he did a lot of his damage playing bully ball today, man. For real. But a lot of reason why, like I said, I, I keep saying this. I, I think a lot of reason why, it's, especially recently, RJ Barrett is doing a lot better in the second half because the offense is just running through him a lot more in the second half. Especially now that Alec Burks is out. If you notice right now, Tibbs, he's really pushing RJ Barrett's minutes. Um He's really pushing RJ Barrett's minutes in general. So hold on a second. Let me let me see something real quick. So like if you catch, if you're looking at the, the minutes distribution for RJ Barrett, 38 minutes for Barrett. 38 minutes. Those minutes have gone up since Burks has gone down. Um so I think at this point, too, RJ's not even really worried about his touches as much in the first half because he knows in the second half he's going to be leading that second unit. And the ball is going to be going through him a little bit more. So I think that has, I think a lot of reason why he's scoring a lot more in the second half, especially recently, is because he knows that the 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 offense has to run through him a lot more. And he's delivered. Played a lot of bully ball. A lot of ISO. He's been attacking the mismatches. He's attacked Fred Van Fleet. He's a lot because he knows Fred Van Fleet. He's a little man. He's a little quisha, as Clyde would like to say. And he's been taking advantage of that bully ball. So shout out to RJ Barrett for once again attacking the rim today. Scoring his 20 points in the second half. 8 of 16 from the field. And still decent from the three-point line, 3 of 7. All right? Yeah, man, RJ's in the game. You know what? Before I even go on to this game, let me let me shout out some people in the chat. And let you not go. If you want to talk to your boy, you can hit that Discord link. And talk to me, man. If you hit the Discord link, it's pinned to the bottom. It's pinned to the top. If you hit that Discord link, you can talk. You can talk Knicks. You can talk about everything you want to see. When you're excited, you want to talk your Knicks. You, see, you want to talk about a point that I've missed. You can go ahead and talk about it, all right? But shout out to everybody who's rocking right now in the chat. Shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to Fritz Alessandor, M. Drake 107, Jason M., BX Boy. Shout out to Knicks Verse as well. Shout out to Block. Shout out to Roy Cliento. Shout out to Ron Cohen. Everybody who's rocking with the KOSH show, all right? Also, shout out to Dripmore as well, all right? And everybody rocking with you right now. The Knicks. I always gotta say, gotta be excited. Keep this energy up. Keep the energy, energy oh. up, man. Because the Knicks have won nine in a row. Nine in a row. And we're closing in, man. It's looking like we're about to close in on this playoff berth. Where it's, it's looking like we're getting to a point where if you get a certain amount of wins, there's no way we're not gonna make the playoffs. And that's that's the point we're reaching right this point, man. That's the point we're reaching right now. Now, Let's get back to the game since everybody shot today. They want to hit the Discord chat. Back to the game. The defense, I'm not going to lie. I was worried about the defense in the first quarter. The first quarter, we started out hot because, you know, Randall, you know, you know what it is for me. For me, I'm just getting used to Randall playing at this high level. And he's been getting incrementally better throughout the season. Now, I don't know what's happening recently, 
But for the first two parts of the season, Randall usually t- tapers off towards the end. Now, we didn't really need him in that second quarter, in that second, that fourth quarter, because the bench did what they had to do today. The bench was good, baby. The bench is where we really made our mark. Randall was nice, but the bench really 43 points to 11. Bench scores oh. a day, man. The bench really did it today. Shout out to everybody in the bench. Derek Rose. To Obi Toppin, who I'm going to get to in a second. The Emmanuel quickly, he's doing well. The bench did really well. Right? But the def- I was worried about the defense because in the first quarter, I do realize that we have Fred Van Vliet, who's a really good three-point shooter. As well as Kyle Lowry. And these guys were getting some pretty clean looks in the first quarter. And in my mind, I'm thinking, all right. At some point, this is going to turn around. Because the Raptors are playing a pretty nice drive and kick game. Between Lowry, Siakam, and Van Vliet. For that first quarter, especially the driving and quicking, driving and kicking. Or pick and rolling kicking. And they were missing open shots. They only shot like 20, I think 28% from three in that first quarter. Compared to the Knicks, we shot 60% in that first quarter from three, which is insane. Including Julius Randle, who was just unconscious from three. But you got to break, you got to give it to the Knicks because eventually, eventually the three started to click. But like I said, Julius Randle right now is just on another level. It's on another on this eight game winning streak. These Knicks have been averaging 118 points per game. So on top of our defense, who is hold, who is holding teams to under 105, 106 points a game, we are now also averaging 118 points a game, which is insane. Because because of the amount of threes we're taking is at a higher is at a higher place, and we're just hitting them in a higher clip. But what really concerned me is this third quarter, right? They started hitting more threes in that second quarter, the Raptors, that we were able to sustain because the second did it, you know, they did this thing on defense and they were hitting shots as well. The third quarter comes, Elford Payton starts to turn the ball over and we start to go behind. And I'm like, here we go. I'm like, I'm like, Get this dude off my court at this point. He's blowing my high. Julius Randle at this time is thinking the same thing because he's looking pissed. Because it was turnover after turnover in these first three minutes of the game. All of a sudden, you're looking around. The Knicks are down. They're down one point. They're down one point. And... You're looking like, all right, cool. We're we're in trouble now. What's going to happen? Knicks call timeout. We're down one point. And who else do we turn to? But in my eyes, a guy who do, who's, who needs to be one of uh, on the ballot for defensive player of the year in Nerlens Noel. All right, because Nerlens Noel comes in here, gets us two consecutive blocks. Changes the momentum of the game in that third quarter. 
And when he got these two blocks, that's all she wrote, man. That's all she wrote. The Knicks, they never looked back, and we were able to maintain that lead since then. So we need to get this man, Ernest Noel, his flowers, man. This guy has really done it well. Between Ernest Noel's blocks and Taz Gibson's defense and his grittiness, my man playing outside out there with one eye, the Knicks' defense has been sustainable without Mitchell Robinson, man. Without Mitch Robinson. And I heard a stat today that he said it's been, what, 11 straight games? I think it's 11 straight games. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chad. Correct me if I'm wrong. 11 straight games with Nerlens Noel getting two blocks or more. Oh! My man. My man is anchoring his defense, man. He's on another level. He's on another level. And we are worried. And this is a sign. This is the sign of a good team. The sign of a good team. I've always wanted to be a part of these teams, man. The sign of a good team for us is a team when a player goes down, who steps up? When a player goes down, who steps up? Alex Burks goes down, we were worried. Mitch Robinson goes down, we were worried. This team has still performed. We just gotten better. The roles adjusted. Taj has stepped up. It's a sign of a good team, man. It's a boom shakalaka. Rejected. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. World Wide West has done a good job, man. Leon Rose, this front office has done a great job, man. Great job. Turn this whole game around. Four blocks today. Four blocks today from Nerlens Noel, man. Four blocks. Did his thing. Did his thing. Did his thing, man. Nine games in a row. Nine games. Nine game winning streak. Could you believe? Can you believe this, man? Nine games in a row. Our New York Knicks. Our New York Knicks. Nine games in a row. After being projected to only win 22 games, nine games in a row, fourth place in the East, sole possession with the Phoenix Suns next. I was worried about the Phoenix Suns before. Now I'm, I'm, I'm still a little bit worried. But listen, this is not the same team that started out in the beginning of the season. This is a whole different team now. This is a whole different swagger. This team has something to prove. The, 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 the confidence of this team is beaming, man. We have a shot. We have a shot. Derrick Rose right now, he's in playoff mode. He's not missing. Julius Randle is taking things to another level. Emmanuel quickly is busting out his wiki role. He didn't have a good game. He didn't have a... A, a shout out to the Sirens. Man. You know what that Sirens mean? The Sirens mean is a good luck, man. And Emmanuel quickly, he only had six points today. But this man's game is evolving. Because I'm not just looking at the points. I'm not just looking at the points. Look what a man quickly did today, man. Look what he did today. He only This, this is what is important that he did today. The kickouts, man. The driving kickouts. Before, a man quickly was only two moves. It was the fouling move and the floater. And that was it. Now he's learning, he's learning his other options. I know they've been watching film. I know they're watching film because... It's been, it's been reported that it's been a lockout day. 
and that the Knicks aren't allowed, weren't really allowed to practice. It's only game film. So, you know, you know, I've heard, also heard that, you know, some of them actually practiced anyway because that's the way they are. They just like to get shots up. But you can tell that quickly he's been watching film because these last few games, I've seen more wrinkles in this game. One, I saw him hunt contact for the first time and put his, his shoulder into a man to go to a layup instead of avoiding contact with the floater. Two, I'm seeing more and more over the last two weeks that after he's penetrating, he's kicking it out to the shooters. And Reggie Bullock had 16 points to get today. Usually, usually Randall is the man who's, who's hunting those passes to Reggie Bullock. But today, it was a, it was a team effort. It was Reggie. I mean, it was, it was Rose. It was RJ. It was quickly. Everybody was lucky. Everybody was hunting for Bullock today, man. It was a whole different team. It's a whole different atmosphere, man. This whole team was recognizing Bullock is hot. I'm, I'm giving you the ball, Bullock. No matter where we're penetrating, I know you're in the corner. I'm giving you the ball. <laughs> I'm loving it, man. The growth of this team is phenomenal, man. Growing from within, no new changes. It's crazy. It's crazy. Man, I have, I have a lot more to say. I'm going dolo today. I'm going dolo. Breaking down this game by myself. Salute to the chat. Listen. Listen, chat, if you want to talk to me or you want to talk Knicks, the Discord link is pinned to the top. All you got to do is, is, is click that Discord link. My man Fritz, the mod, will direct you inside the Discord link of where to go. And you can talk to, you, talk to me live, all right? And talk about this game, man. Because I know I'm not the only one hype, man. The Knicks just won nine in a row. We going to the play. Oh, we are going to the playoffs. The Knicks are going to the playoffs, man. Can't be denied. And guess what else? Guess what else hasn't changed? Randall with the Pusha T braids is still undefeated in 2021. Oh, oh. Come on, man. I'm going to stay hype, man. I'm going to stay hype, man. I'm going to stay hype. And, I, and I, see, I see you in the rating room. I see somebody in the chat, man. Shout out to my, I got a super chat, man. I got a super chat. Shout out to my boy, Rodney Sanders, my boy in real life. Since the five, which has the second half of the season was to be the tough part. Remember, Jay? I do remember. I remember, man, this was, I looked at the second half of the season. I'm like, all right. We have to get through this first part. And then, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But you're Rodney. This is a different team, man. This is a different team. I don't even know what's possible or not possible anymore, dog. I don't. Everybody has raised their game. We started off bottom of the league in three-point percentage, and now we're number six. Oh! Six. Tip says, I want to raise our three-point makes, our three-point takes a game. In April, we're averaging three more threes taken per game. Reggie Bullock is averaging more threes. Julius Reynolds is taking more threes. This whole team is getting better. Just by practicing, man. Just because they're putting in the work. They're following their leaders. They're following Tibbs. They're following Julius Reynolds to the gym. On days off, man, the, this whole culture has changed, man. 
this whole culture thing. Yo, shout out to the chat, yo. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see my guy. I'm. I see your caller. I'm about to bring the caller in in a second. I'm about to bring the caller in in a second. But before I bring the caller in, me just shout out to everybody. Check. Shout out to JT Reddick. Shout out to Talim Alejandro, who always gives you the energy, energy. Shout out to you, my guy. Shout out to Rory Salatano. Shout out to my, my real fake cousin, Winston Ellis. Always in the building. Shout out to you, sir. Shout out to Adele Chapman. Shout out to Heavy Reese, BX Boy 71. He said RJ was getting shot up for sure. Shots up for sure. No days off for that kid. Yeah, I know. During the during the, the interview of Woj, I heard them say that a couple of Listen, Randall encouraged the young guys to rest because even though Tibbs said it was a lockout day and no one was allowed to practice, the team called up Randall and asked him, hey, should we sh hey, Randall, hey, 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 should we go practice anyway? He told them, nah, he's like, no, nah, rest your body, rest your body. I'm resting my body, you want to follow my lead. I'm resting my body, you should rest your body too. But still, some people got it in practice a little bit. So I'm, I'm pretty sure RJ might have been one of those people because RJ is just another animal. It just is what it is. Whew. All right. You know what? Here we go. Shout out to everybody rocking the chat. I see somebody is queued up. I'm bringing you in. Hold on. All right. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on? What's going hey, on? Yeah. JLS, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hold on a second. You know, I forgot sure. to do something. I forgot to do my usual. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? I can. Yes, I can hear you. Yep. All right. Perfect. 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 Salute to you. Tell, tell, tell people what's your name and where you're from. Uh, it's a big reaper. I'm calling from Jersey City, New Jersey. All right. And, uh, yeah, the game today, you know, I'm really hyped about today's game. I mean, they look really good. Um, honestly, early on before the season began, when we got Tibbs, I was probably one of, you know, one of the crazy Knicks fans that really did believe we were going to probably win like 36 games and make it to the playoffs. But mm. however, I did not think the offense was going to look this good. I, I, I have to admit it. Like, you know, I knew we were going to be a very good defensive team because we had the players. Right. Even last year, I always felt we had the players to be a great defensive team. But the offense, I did not see it coming along this well, uh, especially this uh, this early in the process. So, you know, I just don't even know, you know, I have no idea what to say about it. The way they're looking out there, he rules like basically it's almost like he's in playoff mode right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> even though Alfred Payton, the crazy thing, too, with Alfred Payton playing this bad, we're doing this well. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Alfred Payton, he's going to have those games where he's going to basically come out and put up like 16, 17 points. So it's believe it or not, is actually, you know, it's it feels like things might even be better, you know, because Alfred Payton is going to be due for <laughs> due for a decent game. Yeah, right? this has you know, to be right. Point. You know, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be this bad for this long. Yeah, so <laughs> I know. And I, I, I kind of get, you know, from early on, I do understand why Tibbs like Alfred Payton and why he plays him. Alfred is extremely gritty. He can get into the paint. And sometimes he does a decent job finishing once he's in the paint. Mm -hmm. he's been, he has been struggling finishing in the paint recently, but he can get to the paint at will, it seems like. So, you know, and he's a very gritty guy. And sometimes, you know, like his defense, I mean, it's pretty good. It's a, I'd say it's above the average, especially at the point guard position. Mm -hmm. And um, he struggles like everyone else once in a while on defense. But, you know, so I get why 
to like explain them and I'm actually for it because if it ain't broke, you know, why even try to fix it, right? Yeah, and I'm with and you. They're point. trying to watch. It seems like, yeah, it seems like they're trying to watch uh, Derrick Rose's. Well, at least before it seems like they were trying to watch. Derrick <laughs> yeah, he Rose's played 33 game. minutes a day. Jesus, <laughs> that's out the window. <laughs> that is out the window completely. So, but I mean, like it seems to be, it all seems to be working now. And so, especially now that you know when he comes in with that second unit, oh man. It's like they're just they're just burning teams. It's not even like it doesn't even matter if they're playing against the first uh, first teams. It's like they just light it up. It's just like they're creating crazy. They're creating like a, a difference, like a point difference every time they're out there. And so, you know, yeah. it's really good to see that, you know. And uh, the last thing I wanted to say uh, before I let you go on is, um, you know, I definitely take back some of the stuff I said about Erlis um, Noel, uh, you know, the last time we talked. Because he played a great game today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I still feel when, you know, when he's going up against like, uh, you know, like decent sized centers, I feel like we struggle and we get killed in, you know, in the boards. And also there's way too many points in the paint yeah. against, you know, a lot of teams. But, you know, he played a great game today. And so, um, and, you know, it's great that we finally won a season series against the Raptors too. So yeah, it's just, man. It's just really amazing. <laughs> It's crazy. They killed. They had our number for so many years, man. The last time I really remember yeah. killing them was when Courtney Lee was here. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it has been it has been a very long time since we were able to really compete against this team, and you know now it's like there's a bunch of teams now. And like you know, it's like they don't even have any more work for us. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we just rolling teams over, man. It's our time to shine, man. For real. Yeah. For real. For definitely real. is. Definitely is. And then what do you, how about Obi? Like the fact that they're, you know, like I think he's found something with this team, at, at least with, with the team and how he can contribute. He's playing much more better on defense. Like he's more active on the defensive end. Absolutely. That's, and, yeah. That's, and then with the offense, like, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Now, that's one thing I didn't touch on yet. I definitely have my notes. I've been going through all. Obi, Obi for the last few games defensively has stepped up to another level. For me, the second unit defense in general, it seems like they they were a whole lot more on the string. Um, but you already know this team has been getting up shots, and and Obi, I know he's been one of those guys, but I think it's the I think it's the confidence of the team in general is just starting to lift everybody up because Obi just seemed a lot more calm today in the, the threes he was taking, man. And before I feel like he rushes those shots, and I know Derrick Rose has been on him about rushing too much, but today he just seemed to really calm down and take the shots. That he wanted to take. And he contributed, man. The 16 points, that 16 point lead had a lot to do with Derrick Rose. I'm driving and kicking and causing his havoc in the paint. And then him looking for Obi and and the team is looking for Obi when he when he got on a roll to, to keep it moving. And Obi stepped up, man. He was a big reason why we even, you know, blew that game open today. And if you get more of those games, uh, Randall can sit more because Randall didn't really do nothing after the fourth quarter, after Obi went off. Yeah, that's definitely true. I agree with you. And uh, the crazy thing, too, about Obi is, like, uh, we haven't even played him to his strengths yet. I mean, it's kind of crazy he's starting to come around and he's not still not played to his strengths. Absolutely. And it's, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what happen, what they do with him, uh, going, like, you know, going past this season. And uh, from everything that we've seen and even what everybody said about Obi Toppins, he kind of, like, it takes him a while to adjust. Right. And then like, and you know, so he's going to be the crazy thing about him. He's going to be much better next season um, oh, yeah. from the from looking at his track record. 
So he's going to be much more better next season. And I think he actually could end up being a very good play, NBA player. Um, you know, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. And it's, it's, it is a good problem to have. Either you could keep him and still bring him off the bench next year or, and just kind of wait it out. And mm-hmm. you can always, you know, like it's figure out what you want to do. Uh, but it, it's crazy how st- all of a sudden it's like, aside from the point guard position, it's starting to look like this is a pretty stacked team going this, forward. This you know? is the more, man, the more and more I'm thinking about this. And I, I've been talking about this growing from within for these last few few games. The more and more I'm like, all right. Um, not to say that I don't want to make changes, because if there's a, if you're going to add an all star to this team, I'll say do it. But I feel like we can be more cautious about you know keeping this team together because it just seems like the, the chemistry here is just so it, it it's flowing right now and. Randall talked about this before when he was going to All Star break. He 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 doesn't really he really doesn't want to disrupt the chemistry, and he knows for he knows that a guy who fits on this team has to be a guy with a no ego and b a guy who's a workhorse because that's what's going to fit in with this team. So, um, I I would like to keep this team together for the most part, and add a point guard first and foremost, and after that it's like All Star bust for me. Like if it's not an All Star, I like I would like to just add a point guard and keep the team together. Because we're fourth, we're fourth in the East with, with this team right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's really amazing, and it's like, it, and all this just really changes everything about the draft. I haven't been paying attention to you know to see who's really good out there as, as far as like who they can get at the point guard position from the draft. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like now it's starting to seem like we have <laughs> it's like we have way too many draft picks going forward. And uh, but that's a good thing because that means like it makes it gives us a lot more options as far as being able to get someone either uh, by trade, um, you know, especially in the future. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm gonna work on that too. I'm gonna work on getting somebody in here to talk some draft stuff with us, so to kind of break down the draft and point guards and positions available and even one through ten, even our our position out the 15, 16, 17, that spot too. I'm, I'm working on that as well. You know. Yeah. Get, get I think like obviously I don't know if you I, I don't think you've I don't know if you've been thinking about it very much but how how hard do you think it'll be to basically package the two picks we have like in this upcoming draft to kind of move up to maybe like to get to like maybe either six or seven do you think it's almost impossible at that point or I don't think it's likely depend I don't think it's really likely to be honest with you um the only <laughs> I I've I, I definitely we talked about this before because of especially right now with the Knicks being the fourth in the East, our draft pick in general doesn't have that much weight. So you're really looking at the Dallas pick and going, hey, I'm hoping you suck enough to be in a lottery. Um, yeah. And if you, even if that happens, let's say you get... So yeah, the whole rest is on that Dallas pick, basically. So I, I don't really see it be likely that we'll be able to package two picks to move up to get like Jalen or anything, especially considering that you know these guys at the top on Tankathon, like these are the, these are teams who actually want to keep their picks. Like these are the teams who are bad, who are so bad that they want a franchise-changing challenge. And I don't think they'll 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 be willing to give you us to take ten a, t- a tenth pick to give up their first or second or third. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I, I feel like it's more. I feel like I base. I feel like it's more likely. That we package picks 
to get a, a superstar or, or, or a, a disgruntled superstar than the, moving up in the draft. Yeah, I'm starting to think that too. I mean, uh, and that's a very good point you make as far as like the uh, bad teams giving up their draft picks. You're right. It doesn't make a lot of sense, right? So uh, you're definitely right about that. I was really hoping Dallas was going to be bad this year. So I was very surprised that like, you know, when they were going to start turning around, I thought maybe people started figuring like, you know, that Doncic kid, the kid is a beast. But however, he's uh, he's three pointers. One of the reasons I I think the Knicks have success against them, why I love playing against them, is because he can take that thirty foot step back all he wants, but he's not shooting like at a forty percent clip, and so right. he's only going to make like one of four of them. And so usually when we play him, he always takes those crazy step back threes from like 30, 30 feet out. Yeah, and like you no, know, and he shoots it at a he doesn't shoot it at a very, at a very high percentage. I think yeah. his three point shooting is probably like this year, maybe like 34, 35%. I don't and know. Last what it is, year, but I think it was like, yeah. And last year, I don't, I think he was like maybe 36% last year. So it's not like the thing about him, he's not like one of the, uh, like in, in terms of percentage, he's not one of the best shooters in the league. And so, um, but, you know, I was really hoping they were going to be bad, but, you know, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, listen, so. this is, this, this it doesn't matter at this point. Listen, we're in a great space, man. We're we're in a great space. Like even if they're not bad, we still have their picks. We still have cap flexibility. We still have a Julius Randle who's, who's an all star. Who's I don't know what his ceiling is at this point. We, I put a cap on this kid last season. This season, I'm looking at him like I don't know what his ceiling is. We have RJ Barrett who's turning into a star. We have quickly we have Tyler. we have a lot going on for ourselves. Like, I don't think we need to like go on as well as me about draft picks losing value because we're in a great space and to be in new york to be in new york city like when the biggest basketball markets ever and have all-star home built in with all this cat space and wins and and the front office who's gaining credibility it's it's nothing but up from here from us right now man because we will be able to actually start to get these players at a discounted clip um free agents coming forward like all that is going to work itself out if we're starting to play winning basketball in one of the greatest cities to play basketball at. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. That's definitely a very good point. And with Julius, you know, I definitely don't know what his ceiling is going to be either. And the crazy part is like, you kind of starting to see him like drive to the basket a little more and more. And you start to realize like this dude was like, you know, he was a very good low post player when he came, a good low post player when he came to the league, was able to get to the basket when he came to the league. And, but what we've been seeing like a lot this year is essentially a lot of the shooting. And uh, and it's just like with everyone else shooting really well on a team now, you're starting to see them actually go to the hole even more and more. And it's like it's just really amazing to see what's going on with this team and like, you know, um, how they're changing before our eyes. And it's like just their offense is just getting easier and easier for them. It's going to start coming a lot easier. And yeah. um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yo, yo, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, man. Hell yeah. Shout out to you. All right. All right, cool. Thanks for everything. Have a good one. All right, you too, Reaper. All right, all right. Salute to the chat, man. Thanks you for rocking with us. If you want to talk to me, hit that Discord link and we can talk. Oh, we can just finish celebrating, man. Nine game winning streak. Knicks are back. Julius Randle, all-star. 
We're averaging 118 points a game, guys. 118 points a game. This Knicks team, they have a modern offense for the first time in a long time. And we have a point guard who can't shoot. We have a point guard who can't shoot. Yo, there was a play I watched today where Alfred Payton refused to shoot the ball. And they doubled R.J. Barrett in that third quarter. And it was like, we don't care. Shoot it. We don't care. Shoot it. And you know what Alfred Payton did? He just gave it... RJ passed it to Peyton. Peyton just passed it right back to RJ into the double team. And at that point, I was like, man, get this man out this game right now. Get this man out this game right now, man. <laughs> See, but all in all, we still found our way to win. We still found our way to victory, man. This Dix is going on the right path, man. We're on the right path. <laughs> We're on the right path, man. Oh, man. So shout out to you. Shout out. Um, thank you for rocking with me, man. Thank you for rocking. Anybody, I could be anywhere in the world. It was us. You, you talking about this Knicks. Wrap this game. Nine in a row. Phoenix is up. Phoenix is up. Devin Booker is going to be a challenge, man. Devin Booker is definitely going to be a challenge. Um, it's probably going to be one of RJ's toughest challenges or, or, or Reggie Bullock, whoever ends up guarding him. Um, he's this guy. He draws a lot of fouls. He draws a lot of fouls, and they play tough defense. Chris Paul as well. Chris Paul, he, listen, we talking about stock case. I know we're after Lonzo Ball. Plan B, though, because, you know, we do know the Bulls will probably be in contention for Ball as well. But plan B to me is still Chris Paul. And even Chris Paul said it himself. He says he doesn't know what NBA free agency will bring. So even though Chris Paul, can, he has an option to leave. He can be on the table. Kyle Lowry's on the table. Even though Kyle Lowry kind of looked washed today. I'm not even going to lie. He looked really washed today. There will be other options at the point guard spot. We're doing all of this damage with no real point guard as of yet starting. Thank God for Derrick Rose is holding it down. But um, if we beat the Phoenix Suns, ladies and gentlemen, we will win ten in a row. Jeff McLaren says, "Is there a possibility of a four of a of a four seed?" Yo, I don't know, man. Listen, I don't think it's likely that we get a four seed. I'll say that. And we can look at the schedule real quick if you want to. I can pull up the schedule. I'm not sure if it's likely we get a four seed. But as I said earlier, this team is growing in every facet of the game before our very eyes. So I don't really want to put any expectations on this team, man. I don't know what... We've gotten better in the middle of the season. We started off at the bottom of the league and hitting threes, and now we're at the top. We started off like not being a scoring team, and now over since in our last eight to ten games, we're averaging. We're averaging 118 a game. Today we scored 120. We scored 120 today. All right. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what our ceiling is. But if we're looking ahead. Let's look ahead. We got the Suns up next. Suns are a formidable team. If you're looking at net ratings for teams. The Suns have the third best net rating in the NBA. 
All right? So this is going to be a rough one. In the NBA, this is going to be a rough one, man. This is not going to be an easy win. And shout out to the super chat from Big Reaper. $20 super chat from oh, $20 super chat from Big Reaper says Knicks are ready to see the Bucks and Nets without KD. Yo, the we owe the Bucks one. The Bucks, the Bucks are another team, man. They're gonna be a rough one. They're gonna be a rough one. Because they're starting to click. The Nets, if the Nets are missing a star, we can give them a run for their money. We can. Because, we, we, listen, we've, we've taken toe-to-toe to the last shot a few times. And we're getting better every game. I definitely feel like we can get the Nets to run for their money. And we have the Suns on Monday, which is the game I'm most worried about. We have the Bulls on Wednesday. Right? The Bulls have kind of been sputtering. Zach Levine has been out of rotation. I think that's a, that's a, that's something we can t- we can win, right? So we have the Bulls on Wednesday, and we also have the Rockets as well. And the Rockets are the worst team in the league. They lost. The Rockets have just lost three straight. Okay. Rock is a lost three straight. And the Bulls just beat Orlando. Orlando is a bottom feeder anyway. So the Bulls, that's 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 nothing to the Grizzlies. We stole one against the Grizzlies before. The Grizzlies will be a tough team. You saw what happened before. Um if we keep hitting threes at the clip, we're hitting it. I think we can beat the Grizzlies. Um and you know, if we if the second unit can sustain against the Grizzlies second unit, because that's that's the team that was kind of giving us trouble beforehand, I think we'll be fine. It's more about containing John Moran. We had a great, great game plan containing John Moran. We kind of treated him like a West Worst book. We kind of built a rule around him and forced him to shoot. But the last game he hit a few threes on us. But I think you live with that. You you live with John Moran in threes, because I don't think he can start to do that consistently for the entire game. And he went off from three lat game. But I think I think that might have been an anomaly. I think we can get this game. So the Suns game worries me for sure. Then we have these three games I feel like we can get. There's some games here we can get. The Nuggets is going to be a rough one. The Suns are going to be a rough one again. Clippers. Clippers, Lakers, Spurs, Suns. That. This right here. Clippers, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Suns, Clippers, Lakers, Spurs. This six-game winning streak that starts May 3rd is, is when we got to see what we're made of. This is, this is the part that worries me right here. I'm hoping to get two. I'm hoping to get two out of six here, minimum. If we can, get, if we can go 500... On this West Coast swing, I'd be extremely happy, considering that we built a really big cushion. And this is why I wanted to win these nine games in a row. I wanted this big cushion before we hit this, this, this stretch right here that I think will be fine. But to answer your question, I don't think we'll be in a fourth spot to end it. I would love to be. I can see us hitting sixth, fifth or sixth. 
That's the way I see it, though. Especially because this, this, the, the East is kind of tight. We're kind of tight right now. Like we, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. How many games ahead are we? As of today, Knicks, if I remember correctly, Ken, he said, shout out to Ken from the Nick of Time Show. He wrote an article. He, he wrote a piece that talked about um, the standings. The, the Hawks have the 12th easiest schedule remaining. The Knicks have the, I believe, the third hardest schedule remaining. So for all intents and purposes, the Hawks should overtake us eventually. Should, because their schedule is way easier. So I can see us at least getting fifth. My, my prediction is maybe fifth or sixth. I'm hoping. I know we'll be in the playoffs. I would like to avoid, uh, avoid the play-in if possible, but my prediction might be sixth, fifth or sixth. All right? All right. Salute to the chat, man. I think it's a, it's a good time to end it. The Knicks, we'll, we'll celebrate, man. Shout out to you guys, man. The Knicks have won nine in a row. Shout out to everybody's rocking with us, man. Shout out to Eller. Shout out to Abdul. Shout out to Jeff McClon. Shout out to Big Reaper, Rich Jim, Rick V. Shout out to Fritz. Everybody's rocking with the KOT show, man. Enjoy your rest of the day, man. The Knicks have won nine in a row. First time since 2013. The only other team in the NBA to win nine wins in a row is the Utah Jazz. So clap it up for that, man. I can't believe it. I still can't believe it, man. I, can't, I still can't believe the Knicks are this good. The Knicks are good. The Knicks are good. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Oh, Fritz. Okay, shout out to Fritz. Fritz says he's in the queue. Fritz, you're in the queue right now, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's going on, Fritz? Tell me your name. Where you from? Just in case you don't know. No, Fritz from CT. Exactly. Fritz from Connecticut, man. What's going on, my guy? What you got to say today? No, I'm just trying to say, hey, the culture is sticking. Um, Tibbs vindicated. Minnesota. Absolutely. Um, you know, when the last day of Tibbs, the problem was Jimmy Butler. He was that that one that one obnoxious voice in, in Minnesota. Right. He wanted to go, he wanted to go hard. And everybody else is like, nah. Yeah. Now Tibbs got a, a whole team and it's a culture. Yeah. So if you ain't tough, don't come here. Don't come around here. Exactly. So um no one can complain. That's that's going to extend into the draft. I agree. I agree. That's the culture. they're going to they're going to pick a guy. It's like, hey, are you going to do work or do you want to look pretty? <laughs> and then it's 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 going it's going to extend into who we choose for free agency. And, and Tibbs got it all all right now because they're going to run through a wall for him. Yeah. So um, that's a that's a big that's a big reason they got Pell signing multi year. Um, the kid he's raw, but um, 
he's shown that he'll do whatever. And yeah. that's a big, yeah. And that multi-year just means this summer they're going to work with him. And we, we got the big big man whisperer. We we might have a piece, we yep. might not, but um, Kenny Payne. But that, but that culture, that culture is there. So, very excited. Yeah, man. I agree very excited. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. Thanks, yo, thanks, Fritz. Yo, thanks for all. Yo, shout out to Fritz, man. Gotta give the ooh to Fritz, man. Fritz holds me down in the many aspects of KOT show. So, we'll salute to Fritz, man. And thank you, Fritz, for everything you do, man. Oh, sure, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to chat. <laughs> yo, shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to the chat, man. And yo, Fritz right. is, yo, salute to you, Fritz. And Fritz is Mike, man. Everybody, everybody we bring in has to fit into this culture seamlessly, man. So it's gonna be real. They have to be really careful who we influence in this culture, into this culture. And that's why I, I, that's why I'm saying I said this before. If you missed what I said before, I'm for getting a point guard, but I'm also for keeping this team together and only making moves if. Only making moves if it's an all-star. Like, if we can keep this same team together and run it back and add a proper starting point guard, I think we'd be very happy. Because if we're, if we're already fourth in the East right now with the same team, imagine another year together with the culture, with the people knowing their roles, with people getting better. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be fine. Like, the, the, the confidence right now from this Knicks team is just oozing out of everybody. Oozing out of everybody. And you just don't want to. You just don't want to disrupt the culture just for a name. You know what I'm saying? We need hard workers, get it out the mud type of people. These Jimmy Butlers, these gym rats. That's what we need. Right? That's what we read right now, man. That's what we read right now. Chemistry is absolutely important. Absolutely. But shout out to you. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the Knicks fans in the chat, man. I deserve this win. Feel good today. We got one. We finally got one. You know what? I mean. Let me pay some bills real quick. I haven't paid bills in a minute. Shout out to shout out. I gotta shout out Manscaped. Gotta shout out Manscaped. Hold on. Gotta shout out Manscaped. And thank you guys for, for, for rocking with us in Manscaped, man. So salute, salute. Salute to the guy who the first sponsor of the KOT show, Manscaped. Flowers are blooming. The grass is growing. It's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim your holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about the ball trimmers. That's the ball trimmer 3.0. The global leaders and men's below the waist grooming have an exclusive offer to our audience. Use the code KOT and get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They are to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. And after all, it's time for some spring cleaning. So shout out to Manscaped. Get your, your trimmer 3.0. It doesn't, it does not nick your hairs. It has skin safe technology. You can use it in the shower. It has an LED light so you can see what's happening. And it keeps everything down there nice and trim. You don't want down there looking like what? You don't want down there looking like Fizdale's beard. Not Fizdale's, like James Harden's beard. <laughs> or Fizdale's fro. None of that. All right. And as always, ball deodorant, best kept secret, keeps down there fresh. Your girl will thank you. All right. So shout out to Manscaped, KOT's for, for a sponsor. Many more to come. All right.
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Salute to the chat, man. Great show. Have a good night. The next show. Okay, the next game. Let's see. Let's see. When is the next game, y'all? The next game is Monday. So next show will most likely be Tuesday. So shout out to Tuesday. Tuesday should be the next show. So shout out to everybody in chat. Watch out for the next show on Tuesday, all right? Shout out to Fritz Alessandor, Iller, Big Reaper. Everybody's rocking with the KOT show. That is just our show, man. If you want to get rock the KOT snapbacks, definitely go to the thenickatimeshow.com and go to catalog to get your KOT snapbacks, okay? All right. Get that ASAP. Also, check out the blogs. Check out the blog writings at thenickatimeshow.com as well. I just I just saw that a new 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 blog is entered. So new writing should be up by today or tomorrow. Shout out to Mikey, Ken, Fritz, Rob, all people who, who write for the Nick of Time show. They do great work. Shout out to you guys as well. And also follow us on all social media. Shout out on follow us on the KOT show on Twitter, the Nick of Time show on Instagram, and Facebook as well. All right. That is our show. Thanks for watching. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Nine in a row, baby. The Knicks are back. Undefeated. Yeah. Randall undefeated. Push a T, push a T braids. Shout out to you guys.